This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. It's time for Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM Dunedin's awesome morning show. Yeah, this time every, every week we take a look at what's going on uh, around the Motu and around uh, our particular beautiful city, Otipoti Dunedin, and our communities uh, with our community boards. And t- today, uh, Joy Davis from Mosgiel Tyree Community Board joins us. Uh, kia ora, good to have you with us, Joy. Morena. Joy, uh, we're all still facing certain degrees of restriction and how we get out and about and how we conduct our business. And it's uh, certainly still the case for the Mosgiel Tyree Community Board that um, when it come, came to your last meeting, you needed to think um, differently and jump online again, try one of those fabulous Zoom meetings that have been capturing the world's attention if you're not too careful. <laughs> exactly. The vagaries of technology, Jeff. Um <laughs> Yes, it was quite a quite a challenge. I went into council and uh, sat there with staff and used the big screen at council and other members joined us from various locations, including our, uh, one of our members who's uh, stuck in Queensland and has been for some time. So actually, it was good for him. He was able to join join the meeting, which he hadn't been able to do at the previous one. But as with all things, technology does not always run smoothly. So there were one or two challenges throughout the evening. But everyone did their best and uh, big ups to to the council staff. You know, one guy was managing that from his home for us, running the whole technology as one can. But yeah, it's a big commitment for them. And uh, I guess we're hoping that we can get to the next meeting on the 10th of November and all be in the same room, if somewhat a little distanced. But let's hope it's better than that. All right, Joyce. So what were the main uh, points of business that you got through on the meeting? Uh, Well, we had a report from Parks and Recreation who have taken on board the uh, submission that Mrs Van Zeel made regarding the cemetery wall. She went through the annual plan process and they agreed that uh, there was a, a gap, if you like, there, uh, that there wasn't a uh, a wall in, at the East Tory Cemetery for memorial plaques for those that have had um, ashes interred or been cremated. So they followed through with that. It's been going for quite some months, and they've discovered that the original site that was preferred has got what they call subsurface anomalies. So that is very likely to be um, perhaps folks that have not been, you know, formally buried or over time it's been way back when the cemetery was first established. So naturally they're not wanting to um, dig there. Um, So they've moved the site about 15 metres further away and that hasn't gone down well with um, some folk, including Mrs Van Zeel, who was just very disappointed that her original site isn't um, going to be used. But on the plus side, uh, we have got this lovely wall going in and um, staff are still working on the final designs. Um, and, yeah, it's an operational matter now. So Parks and Rec have taken that on board and have acknowledged that it's largely due to the sterling work that that Margaret put in to to lobby for that and get all her uh, submissions and her support organised 
and it's just, you know, it's disappointing for her that it can't be in exactly the spot that she would like it. When might we see the wall completed, Joy? Uh, I actually couldn't give you a date on that because it's now gone to, they've tendered it. So the designs uh, have been, you know, the original drafts have started. So they're just tweaking those. And then I imagine, you know, we're getting into the good weather now. So I imagine that'll be getting underway shortly. But they haven't actually, it's definitely in the process of being built. We haven't got an actual date for completion. I guess at our next board meeting I will get a report from because we have the group manager of Parks and Rec on our board, so we can, we can get um, up-to-date information from him. Now, we've talked about the Celebrating Excellent project before. Um, Joy, bring us up to date on that. Yes, well, we're still making progress on that. Um, there's a meeting soon to just uh, finalise uh, the final... De- we've got the design. We were just getting some uh, quotes regarding costings for the plaques and for the um, panels. Uh, Then uh, we'll take that to the community board meeting on the 10th of November and seek community board project funds because this is a community board project that was um, passed at the last board, um, so previous triennium, this was approved. And then we had two lots of COVID and uh, an election in the middle and it didn't get finished. So we're really looking forward to getting this done over the line. So we've just got to present those costings to the board and seek the board's approval to fund it. Just very briefly, sorry. Yeah, just very no. briefly, uh, Joy, for, for those who haven't caught up on what, what it's about, um, just perhaps you could just summarise what the project is. Well, it was originally called Celebrating Local Excellence and it was looking at people who have come from the Tyree and contributed, um, you know, greatly around uh, the country or even internationally. And um, we had quite a few people send in their, there was nominations from a lot of people and of course some of those people are no longer with us like Arthur Burns and Peter Johnson and James Allen who was the first All Black and um, you know but there are still some like Barry Milburn who's still here and very active in our community Um, and so there was a panel Dr Ron Polensky uh, Raylene Bates from Athletics New Zealand and David Hunter who's the Principal of Tyree College and myself uh, and we were very privileged to um, read and see some of the uh, memorabilia and paper, newspaper cuttings and precious, precious documents that people were willing to share with us about the person that they were nominating. And so we've got nine people um, that have met all the, the um, you know, criteria and um, and we would like to think that future boards would, would do this, you know, this is an ongoing thing because this um, area has produced a lot of very gifted people over, you know, 150 plus years. So there'll be many more out there, we're sure. Um, so with that, that's where that's got to. Um, we've got a local artist who's helping design the panels and the plaque and Parks and Rec have, um, there's an area of the garden uh, near the library that needs revitalised has already got some nice walls there that we can use so that is the intention there's been a couple of other suggestions about other areas but that is possibly come a bit late now and um, with parks being able to help us with the revitalisation of this area they're able to cover some of the costs of the plantings and the installation which 
you know, we would have been looking for um, installation costs as well, which we don't have to now because it's, it's covered by the era ongoing um, operational costs. Oh, good news. And you, yes, you do imagine that perhaps in, in future years there'll be additions to this as, as, as other ideas come forward and perhaps some, a bit more resources are made available. Joy, well, we certainly think there's the opportunity for that. Yeah. Now, Joy, uh, you wanted just to touch also on um, on this kind of duty we have uh, as much as we can at this time to particularly be mindful of our businesses and smaller businesses who are doing a wee bit tough now. There's no, there's no surprise that many are feeling the squeeze and we've heard the called by local go out, of course, over the last couple of years particularly strongly. But uh, it's not just things we buy, is it? It's all the services that we use as well. And uh, you want to be able to get out there and support as many of the tiree businesses as you can. Absolutely. And I think um, we we may not always want to admit it, but we're all struggling a bit. You know, there's un- it's a time of uncertainty and Sometimes we can get a little bit short if something that we want isn't there immediately. We might have to wait a couple of days for it or um, we can't quite get the exact thing we want. We need to get another type of something or other. And I just would ask people to be, just try and be patient with each other and, and especially supportive of our businesses who, you know, it's not easy being in small business. Um, especially in these uncertain times and it's great to go and support the local people, be patient with our contractors who are, you know, um, flat out trying to, uh, with all the new builds and the shortages of product, they're also under a lot of pressure. So I think if we could all just um, take a deep breath and try and be a little bit more uh, supportive and recognise that everybody's under uh, a bit of pressure at the moment and... um, if we all just take that breath, and even it's just like at the supermarket, uh, just appreciating the difficult working conditions that our, that our teams at the supermarket work under and just saying thanks when you've finished at the end of the checkout. Things like that make a huge difference to people. Absolutely. Isn't it uh, interesting how you know we, we mask up and we go in and um, we pop in and out of uh, stores and services as, as quickly as we can and you, you perhaps don't think about uh, all of those people who are uh, from day to day uh, wanting to get as many people through their businesses as possible but to do it in a safe way is such a challenge for them and they will face all of the um, all of the the obstacles that come with having to work in a different way, uh, but also trying to keep everybody safe and being really mindful of that. And you know, look in general, everyone is just doing such a wonderful job, aren't they, Joy? And um, uh, I guess it's a it's a case of counting your, your blessings when you can, taking a bit of a deep breath when things aren't going quite your way, and thinking, well, you know, how much worse could it be? Uh, indeed, indeed. I mean, we live in a beautiful country, and. It is, everyone's getting a little bit tired now and I guess in the South Island we're feeling a little bit, you know, well, it's not here, why are we having to do this? But um, I guess it, it it has worked and it is working and um, I was just talking to a business owner yesterday who uh, I'd forgotten to take my phone and so I had to sign in and, you know, the business owner was saying how he has to keep 
those, he has a special place where he stores, locks those um, sign-in sheets away and has to keep them X amount of time. And, you know, there's an extra layer for everybody Mm. that um, has to be done. And I think particularly in our cafes and smaller restaurants, you know, it's, it's quite challenging for them. So it's great if you can go and you know, grab a sandwich or a coffee or a something and just, you know, it's the volume they need to keep going. So we need to just keep supporting them as best we can. And it is Mental Health Awareness Week and the theme is take time to quote it all. So, you know, if you've got time and if they've got time, just a wee chat with your local business owner, you know, how things are going, tell them how much you appreciate what they're doing, you know, that, that kind of thing can go a long way to helping someone get through what might be a bit of a tough time. It absolutely does. I was just actually at a service station, not um, nearby. It wasn't actually in in in, in my area. Um, it was in another area, and the service there is just amazing. It doesn't matter whether you've got a young person or an older person. And so I just felt I was away. I was travelling for the weekend, and that's why I was out of the district. And it just occurred to me, look, every time I call into this place, they're always consistently absolutely helpful and lovely. So I just said to the uh, person behind the counter, oh, look, I just want to say thank you so much. Your team here are so helpful and, and always smiling. And he went, oh, thank you very much, ma'am. I will pass that on to the owner. And it made his day. Mm. But it was absolutely genuine. And I mentioned this to another person, and they said, oh, I know. I go into that place, and it's la, la, la. So, you know, um, it really does. A kind word, a genuine kind word makes a huge difference. All right, Joy, it's uh, lovely to take time to Kōrero with you. So thanks so much for taking some time to join us here on ORFM uh, this morning and uh, in every four weeks on the programme. We really enjoy it, Joy, and we look forward to catching up again further down the track. We appreciate the interest. Thank you, Jeff. That was Round the Boards, updates from Dunedin City Community Boards on ORFM, Dunedin's awesome morning show. For more information about Dunedin's six community boards and contact details, visit the Dunedin City Council website dunedin.govt.nz or phone 477-4000. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.